Welcome to episode one of the Business Builder series. Business Builder, or BB, is a special one-month series of completely business-focused episodes for you guys. This series is specifically for all my entrepreneurial-minded listeners who either want to kickstart a business or simply want to propel an existing business forward. Each week, you will hear from some incredible business leaders who will be sharing tangible advice on all different business strategies that will take your business to the next level. Along with that, you will also be hearing a solo episode from yours truly each week, where I will share insight into my personal business strategies that I have been using and applying in the process of building a business around my podcast and also within the network marketing sphere. So let's get right to it and dive into episode one of the Business Builder Special. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become inspired and level up in all aspects of life. The Real-Time Podcast brings you content of real value through being open, honest, and upfront about how things are to provide real and constructive advice on how to start stepping up and becoming your higher self. Well then, what are you waiting for? It's time to get real. about today's episode because um, today's guest is someone that I have had come on the show. She was actually one of my very, very first guests on the podcast. And since our last episode together, she has just accomplished so much. And that's why I've asked her to come on um, to do this October business special with us because um, she has basically grabbed an idea, run with it and turned it into an incredible business that is just growing so rapidly um, within a span of just a short amount of months. So I am so, so excited to welcome Daniela Cox back. Hi, Daniela. How are you? I am just, I'm so excited to have you on the show today. You know, I'm excited. We've been chatting like crazy beforehand. We're both like on the same wavelength and I know this is going to be an incredible episode. Oh, I was so excited because I, I swear we had our conversation and then a few weeks later I had the idea and it was, it's just been this like catapult since where I've just been nonstop and the growth has been nonstop and I have actually continued, we've continued our relationship like beyond the podcast and I've been using your strategy and goal session techniques and they have been working. Like I definitely feel like nothing is a coincidence and everything happened as we discussed my journey into this idea, we're going to, the, the theme of everything happens when it happens is going to be very consistent because it's been crazy how everything just lined up. Yes, I agree completely. Like I have gained so much from connecting with you and I love that um, for like everyone listening, Danielle actually reached out to me when I had first started up my business. Um, my podcast and she was like hey look I feel like I have so much I can offer I would love to connect with you let's do this and I was like you know what this girl has ambition she has drive I know she has potential I am 
totally taking this opportunity. I'm creating this connection and I'm so glad that I did because you inspire me so, so much, you know, through everything that you're doing, through everything that you're sharing on your social media. And I love that we're able to help each other um, really rise and just accomplish everything that we want to in this life. So, um, you know, enough of the hype because I could just go on all day complimenting you. Um, but I would love it if you could just reintroduce yourself to the listeners and give a bit of insight into, you know, what it is you do, who you are and what you've been working on. Okay, so I, hey everybody, I'm Daniela Cox Garcia, still trying to figure that out. We will figure it out one day. Um, but I am now proudly the CEO of Pod Booking and the author of A Kind of a Big Deal. Uh, previously on Emily's show, I had shared with everybody the story of A Kind of a Big Deal, which is um, a self-love book, because I don't like self-help, um, around personal development and perspective and the power of perspective and the way that perspective can really lead to success and, and fulfillment. And I have really had to put my words where my money is <laughs> and start this business and just truly believe in all of my mantras and truly embody every single one of them and it's so funny because even from the very beginning like before i even came on the show i had shared a post and it was all around like being in the uh, in the bread aisle and it being like okay yeah there's tons of people who make bread but no one's going to make bread the way that you make bread and it's there's never not enough space for another brand of bread and that's the same thing like you like when I had first thought of the idea it was like oh social network for pod like for podcasters and I looked it up and there was like things that were not quite what I was thinking of but they were like groups on Facebook or they were like lists or things like that that you could sign up for and they could get emails and things like that but nothing that was like the Facebook of podcasters you know and that was what I want I was like how do I create an actual community though and like how do I build something where they can actually be you know set up by their by their niches divided up by their demographics of who they're trying to attract of who their audience is you know so that media buyers can find them easier so that their potential guests can find them easier and so that they can find each other easier because there's so much value that you get from collaborating with other podcasters. And so I was like, you know what, right now it's so difficult for the community to connect and it's trying to so desperately. I know that as you said, I had reached out to you. I'd been trying to get on shows and things like that. Like I knew how difficult it was to find shows that were relevant to my niche and relevant to my like area of expertise that I would feel confident in speaking about. So I knew I couldn't be the only one. I like Starbucks. I'm hella basic. If I'm having a problem, odds are millions of other people are too. <laughs> so, and turns out I was right. And ever since I started from the very night, July 29th at 1150 PM, I had the idea by the next morning, I already had our first Instagram post out. I already had our first tweet. I already had the, the Facebook up. I had already bought the domain and I'd already established the platform, like the very bare bones foundation of the platform. And I was like, okay, I have something. Hello world. We're here. <laughs> and I was like, in 90 days, I should have something pretty much complete that I can have people test. So I'm going to start saying that in 90 days, we're going to be ready. <laughs> and yeah, that's what I did. And now we are about 10 days away. And I was ready 21 days before, like completely ready 100%, like actually kind of like sitting there thinking, man, I really wish I could just tell people to come on right now. <laughs> 
And like, that's the thing. So much can happen in such a short amount of time. Like 90 days, that's like three months, you know? So oh, what a determined mind. Yeah. What a determined mind can accomplish in yeah. less time than they give themselves it is bizarre. And, and I hope that it really resonates. If there's, if there's one thing that your audience, everyone listening gets from this conversation, it's that a determined mind can achieve anything. Like mm-hmm. you can do absolutely anything. You will find the way if you have the will and Google. <laughs> yes, exactly. And to put it in perspective for everyone listening, by the time you're listening to this episode and it's released, there's less than 90 days left of the month. So uh, of the year. So there's, you know, there'll be about two and a half months to go. And what you can accomplish in that amount of time that's left in 2020, you will be amazed. So you've just got to decide like to commit and you've just got to run with it. You've got to absolutely run with whatever it is that's on your heart. So um, first of all, you, uh, I'm going to like backtrack. So our listeners, if you haven't heard the episode that Daniela was on last time with me, it's episode nine. And as she mentioned, we talked all about perspective and all about her ebook. So do go check it out because it is really, really worth the listen. Um, and now Daniela, I am just honestly so amazed by how quickly you were able to um, get your concept of your idea turning into like a reality. And because of that, I would be so interested to hear about what the process was like for you because um, look, I'm just taking a wild guess and saying that you've never actually had experience building a, you know, podcast networking platform until now. So I would love to hear all about how you gained the knowledge and the skills and, um, everything you needed to know in order to bring it to life. So what has the process of creating pod booking really looked like for you? Just like walk us through it, what steps were involved to go from concept to creation to where we are now. Um, Okay, so I'm going to be like tipping my hand a little bit here, which is super crazy, but a lot of it has been simply knowing a little bit about the world of technology. Um, And I gained that knowledge when I had my pivot in the pandemic to the tech, like tech world. And I started working in for a MarTech company called Lead Forensics. And that exposed me to the concept of white labeling. Have, do you know what white labeling is? No clue. <laughs> okay, so I'm about to blow your mind. So with pod booking, initially I had thought, man, okay, so I'm going to have to build this entire thing from scratch. And I had just learned about white labeling of like maybe like four days before. And white labeling is when another company already builds like the foundation of something. And then all you have to do is go in and finish it essentially. So I was able to get it already with algorithms built and I was able to get it with already like capabilities to like send messages to each other and already had capabilities of like separate profiles on the same platform and storing data and access to a server and things like that. And so what I needed to do now was make custom builds and integrations, which was a lot easier. I mean, it was hard and that was, that was not super easy, but starting from absolute zero is something that's great about being alive in 2020 is that we're almost nothing is starting from zero these days. Like everybody has done something at least once. And so, you know, you think about like the pioneers of social networks, like the Tom of MySpace and Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook. And it's like, they had to do it from absolute zeros. And that's what makes them like so badass. Um, 
<laughs> but for me, it was like, okay, the platform, like that, that raw concept already existed. Mm-hmm. So I was able to at least get that and then just build from there. And so what has built from that has been integrations of how people can like put in their data and like how people are able to actually like stream their own work on there and create their own channels and like customize their own profiles. And like, I've made it so that people can like have their own skins on their profiles and things like that. And like really separate themselves from everybody else. And so that was the process of YouTube videos. That was the process of reading a whole lot of like HubSpot. And um, I, now I can't remember. It's like e-learning something it's like definitely like dark web i'll get the source for you (laughs) it's like not like a big name but like it's like in a ton of like reddit threads and things like that and it was just learning the concept of okay how do i make it so that people can log in with their facebook accounts (laughs) okay great so that's how i do it let me figure that out for this platform now um so the process was a little bit easier than it would have been maybe 20 years prior. Mm. Oh, significantly easier. Um, But it was a little bit more accelerated, which I think is why it was like, yeah, in 30 days I can get this done. And that was like where the confidence of it came from. I was like, yeah, I mean, the resource is there. And that's something else that like, I really want to share with people is the fact that like, we have no idea what is out there and like how many resources there are in the world. Like you had no idea what white labeling is. Now that you know that it's like, Oh, wait a second. I can maybe like, there's people who will do like white labeling, like telephone services and white labeled, um, like whole e-commerce stores and white labeled, like whole systems of like, transactions and things like that like it's crazy how much you can get like a white labeled uber yeah like where that already has like the like gps and all of that already in it and you just have to fix the branding and like all of the specific like the area you wanted to focus on and things like that like, it's crazy the resources that are in the world that's you know, like if you have an idea of something and you're like overwhelmed by the idea like that's what happened to me as soon as i thought of it i was like oh i can't i don't have the capabilities for that though and then i was like wait but you just learned about this thing And like, maybe you couldn't do it from zero, but you can do it. You know, like I wouldn't be able to drive a stick from park, but I could drive a stick if it's already rolling. You know, I could shift the gears and stuff like that. So that's where I was thinking. That was my mindset. I was like, well, just Google it. And so I did. And it was there. And I was like, oh, oh. It's really about like working smarter, not harder then, because if there's someone that's done it before you, which they're more likely is because we're in like, you know, this incredible time in the world where there has been so many other people who have paved the way for us utilize the knowledge and the resources that they've created and then adapt and add your own unique take to it and your own niche to it and all of that because it's all about working smarter not harder at the end of the day like if you can use your time more efficiently then do so and I love what you said about seeking knowledge as well like Um, Of course, you know, if you've never had experience building a business before, then you're not going to know what is required in order to do so. But we literally have like the world at our fingertips. That is just something that so many people forget. Like you can jump on your smartphone. You don't even need to jump on a computer and you can Google absolutely any question that you have. In fact, you don't even need to Google it. You can just ask Siri and Siri will Google it. 
I bought Podbooking's domain on. I did the Podbooking domain and filed for my business license all for myself. Huh? Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing what we can do. And like you said, utilizing YouTube, utilizing books, utilizing these resources that other people who have done the searching before us and have found what works, utilize this. And then you know what? I think an important thing as well is don't just stick to the methods that other people have tried before. Be creative and come up with your own things as well because you can be someone that is paving the way for other people as well. So it's all about just getting resourceful and absolutely going for it. Oh, yeah. And, and focusing on your strengths. So for me, my degree is not in digital anything. Nothing. Nothing digital. Nothing tech whatsoever. My focus is marketing. My focus is mass communication, branding, advertising, connecting. And I'm like, well, at the end of the day, I'm not, yeah, the, the platform's going to matter. Don't get me wrong. You know, like if it's a very glitchy, it's going to be an issue. If it's a problem, you know, if it's not run smoothly, it's going to be a problem. However, at the end of the day, I have to build a community. It has to be a brand that people connect to. It has to be a story people connect to. And like, that's what my strength is. Like my strength is in content creation. My strength is in understanding the algorithms of other social networks and things like that. So I'm going to leverage my strength. And I'm yeah. not going to focus on what I don't know. I'm going to focus on what I do know and learn the rest as I go along. Mm -hmm. And even if you have the opportunity to utilize your strengths and outsource your weaknesses, because you don't need to necessarily be spending all of your time trying to master the things that you struggle with. If you, Emily, you just cracked the entire American system. That's exactly <laughs> how our country works. <laughs> Yeah, you need to, don't be scared to reach out and ask other people and you don't necessarily need to be spending money on other people if that's not something you can afford because there's always people around you that are going to be so willing to help out if you simply reach out to them. Like I know I have such a long list of people within my network that if I have a question to do with something that I really struggle with and is a weakness for me, at like, you know, the click of a finger, they'll be so happy to help me and give me their advice and give me their knowledge. And that's what it's about. Like, cause you can do the same for other people, you know? So it's not always about having to go out and spend lots of money if you can't necessarily afford to, um, you know, like outsource someone and pay for their um, time. You can always exchange your time for someone else's time and be helping other people at the same time as allowing them to help you as well. So yeah. we are going to jump onto the next question, which is one that I know you're going to love answering. And um, obviously in any sort of like, you know, business endeavor, project, whatever it might be, we need to have a system of goals in place. And I want to know what was your sort of um, goal structure like? You know, how did you plan it out? How did you figure out your timeline? How did you figure out what sort of goals you want to be or, or milestones you want to be hitting at what time and all of that, like share a bit of insight into your goal setting and um, timeline for your business. Yeah, no, I love this question because there was a whole lot of planning going into podbooking. There was a whole, I mean, within that first day, I had everything mapped out for the next six months. Mm -hmm. um, and since then I've gone into now where like, I've got two years of worth of planning, which is great. And it's scary. And what's, what's made planning so easy has been seeing my plans through every time that I've hit a milestone or hit one of those things I've been like oh yeah we're gonna keep planning some more because when we do this it gets done like <laughs> this notebook is magic <laughs> and like I keep saying and again this is um this is something that I've been struggling with is like claiming the success for myself 
So like, I'll, t- I'll say that it's the notebook, you know, I'll give the power to a notebook, I'll give the power to a pen, I'll do that to myself, which I shouldn't. It's me and my ability to show up every single day as my best self and do the work. Um, but the planning definitely helps. <laughs> the, the structure. So every single day, I wake up and I already know what I need to do. Um, because every single evening at five o'clock, I spend 30 minutes planning the next day. Um, and so I have certain goals every day. And so for, from the very beginning, it was like, you know, the, the, the checklist, get the domain name, do the, get the, figure out the bare bones of the platform, figure out what kinds of integrations I was going to need, uh, start planning podcasts to be on, start (laughs) writing blogs, create content in all capitals, whatever that means, do it. (laughs) You know, that list, and now it's become a daily routine. And now it's become like a thing that's just easy to do. I know that I need to make, you know, uh, the two weeks worth of content pretty consistently. If I'm usually, if I've got at least two weeks ahead of time worth of stuff, I know that I'm in a good rhythm that I'm not going to get overwhelmed by it. I like to establish myself with like, okay, where should we be on followers? If we're not there on followers, where should we be in engagement? If we're not there in engagement, what are we doing wrong? (laughs) And then it goes into also, So like, okay, how many times, like how much time in the day do I cut out to engage? Because that is something that I like to do very personally. It's a very personal time. I like to spend the time commenting. I like to, I like to really mean what I say when I comment. I like to mean when I like something. I don't like to be reckless with things like that because I understand that for me, it's just me on my couch drinking a seltzer water and liking stuff on Instagram. But for the person who sees it, and for their followers, it's podbooking this company, liking this person's post. And so that behavior had to really be seeped in. Um, but it has become like, okay, the time for engagement, the time for creating content, the time for publishing and distributing content, the time to go back into my old content and like maybe rehash tag some things, you know, and even like, I even like go back and like update some captions, you know, if it's like, oh, you know, T minus 14 hours or whatever, I'll be like, launch already happened, mission successful, you know, like I'll go and like change captions because I know that that content continues to circulate and I want that content to continue to stay relevant. Yeah. So that's a little tidbit. That's a little tidbit for everybody listening in. You're welcome. (laughs) Very, very useful information actually. And um, I think it's so, so important that no matter what we're doing in terms of goal setting, I like how you talk about planning six months in advance at least because you want to have an idea not only of your short-term goals, but of your long-term goals as well. Because if you're not clear on, you know, where you want to be in six months, a year, five years time, then how are you going to know what you need to be doing in the present and in the near future in order to get yourself there? And then it's so, so important. I heard you mention this as well to just do it. Okay. Put your checklist down, plan out your timeline, but don't be sitting and procrastinating time away, just like trying to perfect this timeline in any way, shape or form. Make sure that you figure out what it is you need to be doing and then start actioning it because that's the only way that you're going to actually start, you know, achieving progress towards anything. And that's the only way that it's going to become a routine and a habit for you to continue showing up for yourself and for your business and for your projects. And also claiming your success. 
this is so powerful. I'm so glad you mentioned this because we were talking about this before the call. And, um, you know, like it's so important to be able to recognize that you have achieved all of this. You know, your hard work is getting results and you need to be able to own your power and own your success because you're the only person, you know, if you can't give yourself the recognition, then how can you expect other people to give you the recognition? So I am so proud of everything you've accomplished. And I am so proud of you for being able to stand up and say, hey, look, I haven't really been owning my, you know, success and recognizing this within myself. And I'm going to start taking ownership of that now because, you know, it's incredible what you're doing. And you need to be able to recognize the sort of impact that you're making, not only for yourself, but for, you know, everyone around you. So completely with you on claiming your success there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I know this is like, um, like therapy for SEOs. <laughs> yes. Shopping on Emily Jane's podcast. It's therapy for CEOs. Highly recommend it for all oh. you girl bosses out there. <laughs> I will have you up. I will help you realize your value and what you're putting out because I think that's something that I always used to struggle with as well. I never gave myself enough credit for everything I was doing and I just focused too much on, you know, what I wasn't achieving and that I disregard everything that I was achieving. So I think that's why I'm so much like, you know, pushing it for other people. <laughs> I know. And now that like, I really, I really like resonated for me when I like was thinking in wheeze mm. and I was like thinking, and then like my inner goddess was just like, um, excuse me. Um, I'm not sure who, who this we is. You've yeah. been by yourself in this room for months mm-hmm. doing this air damn day. <laughs> and like, that's my inner goddess. You know, she's like very sassy. Okay. And then there's like the, the other me who is like, no, no, no. I'm a team player. And it's like, yeah, when there's a team, girl. <laughs> and that's what it is at the start of any sort of startup business or whatever endeavor it is. Like it always usually starts with one person. There are some cases where, you know, there's partnerships or there's teams from the beginning, but more often than not, it always begins with one person, one person sitting in a dorm room, one person, you know, laying in bed at 11.50 at night coming up with an idea. You know, it always starts with one mind and then it takes that one person to really push and create um, an actual, you know, real thing out of that concept. So we've got to remember to give ourselves the recognition for even having the courage to take those risks and to just go all in. Now, Yeah, no, I I agree. And I want everybody else to feel that too. Don't be like me. So I did just want to ask you as well, because I remember from when you first started your social media page for pod booking um, and because I've been following you since the start, of course. Um, And so you have obviously made great progress with your social media platform and creating a network around your business and a community around your business. So I'd love to hear what is like your process? How have you gone about growing your network and sharing your business with people? Because I think this is something that a lot of people do struggle with. It's a, it's, it's, you know, hard to really, every, everyone thinks when they see these businesses that have, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of supporters, they think that it was easy for them to get there, but it's not easy. It takes a lot of hard work and it's quite a, you know, long process to be able to build a network and build a following and all of that. So give us some insight into how you went about growing your network and sharing your business. So number one was making sure that my messaging was very clear. I... Definitely, like from that first post, it took 
a while for me to get it out. And I was like, okay, how's the tonality? I put it through Grammarly. I knew what I was aiming for. I wanted to be energetic and excited. Those were the two things that I wanted it to be. So when Grammarly gave me that, that was when I knew I had my caption. Um, (laughs) And I know that that sounds like so kind of general, but that was, you know, you have to kind of find your tonality, find the words, find the, the, energy you want to create and aim for it. And Grammarly is an amazing tool. We've been talking about this over and over again about using resources and, and especially free resources. Like Grammarly is a free resource I have been using. MailChimp is another free, free resource I've been using for my email list. Um, GoDaddy is not free, but it is pretty inexpensive. Um, and I've been using it a fair amount for my book. And so like, there's a lot of resources that I've been using that have made me feel like I have a team. Mm -hmm. And a few years ago, I would have needed a team to fill these holes, but we don't anymore. It's never been easier um, to like build a community and like, it's never been easier to like build a business this way. Mm -hmm. And so I've been using a lot of these tools. And another thing with just Instagram specifically, that's really where I've been focusing my community growth. I have done in other places, but really there has really been about the messaging being clear and concise and always giving value. All of my posts, you read them and like you get a little bit of wisdom into the world of podcasting. You get a little bit of insight into what you should be doing. You get a little bit of insight even into what I'm doing, you know, because I've wanted all my growth hacks. I do every single one of them. And it's so funny because like, I'll be doing something that I, you know, that I'll like, I'll be rehashtagging or I'll be engaging with the hashtags that I use. Those these are a few of the growth hacks that I've shared. Um, and that's when I'll be like, oh, hey, this is a growth hack. Go put that into the template. <laughs> and like, that's what I'll do. And so really, really mirroring the things that you are doing within your niche and within your business and being like, hey. Could this, could this provide value to my audience? Is this relevant to my audience? Like for you, like when you're doing your daily affirmations, you know, one day you were just like, hey, could this build value for my audience? I should start recording this and sharing it with everybody because I've been doing this for myself, but maybe other people aren't taking the time to do this for myself, for themselves. Um, so I should share that with them. So like doing, doing things like that, I think that really helps you attract the right audience. And I will tell you, proudly I am at 99% of my followers are podcasters active podcasters I have not attracted anyone who was not my audience that 1% is my mom my brother my brother's band my own biz other business profile my own personal profile and and my best friends Yeah, absolutely. Everyone else is my audience specifically and people that I want on the platform and that want to be on the platform because our conversion from followers to on the wait list is at over 80%. So we are communicating to our audience very clearly and we, and I am communicating very clearly to my audience. (laughs) Sorry, correction. And, and it's coming down to, I think, to being very honest with them and being like, okay, I know these are the things that I struggled with when I was trying to be a guest. These were the things I struggled with when I had my own podcast. These were the things that I struggled with when I represented a brand that wanted to advertise on podcasting. And so really any, any obstacle you have ever had within your niche is content. 
and never ever forget that every single obstacle is content when you're talking about yoga you have to talk about like you know having the limitations you know the flexibility and like having to increase flexibility and and how mobility as something you have to spend time on like yes every single obstacle is content every single milestone is content that's another thing that helps a lot in building a community is the fact that i do when it comes to building the community i do give credit to the community as well as myself because everybody involved has been so impassioned and sharing our posts and get, I mean, like we were getting shares from day two on every single day, you know, we've got mentions and it comes from people connecting with that content and being like, Hey, friends uh, that are podcasters, you need to come find out about this because this is going to be great. And uh, I'm so incredibly grateful for that. And that was such a tangent. But perfect. Honestly, that was perfect. You shared so much insight just then. And I think some really important things that you highlighted was the importance of bringing value to people. Instagram, especially, is in this new era where, you know, people no longer can sustain or grow a large following or business for that matter without providing real value to people because that's what people want now. They don't just want pretty pictures. They want content of value, something they can learn from, something they can utilize to grow, something that they feel like they're gaining something in some positive way. So it's so important. Exactly. That yeah, so it's so important that whatever it is you're doing, whether it be business related or you're just simply building a personal grant brand, be pumping that content of value out because that's what people are going to keep coming back to you for. They want to feel like they're gaining something from you. Um, so make sure that you are leading with value. And then of course, the whole topic of target audiences, you know, what's the point in creating a following or targeting people that are in no way associated to the niche that you are offering or the, the product or the service that you're offering. You know, you want to be making sure that you are targeting a specific audience that fits in with you because that's how you're going to have the most engagement. That's how you're going to have the most sort of effective following or community building. And um, like that, that's the most important thing to be aiming for. And I noticed that you said that you're really intentional about the way that you're engaging with people and you make it a very, very personal sort of event. And I think this yes. is something that everyone needs to be doing also. So thank you. Oh, that yeah. So insightful, everything that you just shared then. So, oh, and also one last, one little, like last little tidbit, do not be afraid to slide into your audience's DMs. Mm. Like for, again, for them, it is not just you in your pajama pants on your couch, scrolling, eating a snack, watching TV. Like for them, it is this person that they admire and are following and care about sliding into their DMs. Like for them, it's going to be a screenshot moment. Like, oh my God, Emily Jane just messaged me, you know, like. It, that's what it is for them because that's that's what you've created for yourself so don't be afraid to reach out directly and be like and, and don't and don't just be like oh hey here's my link just be like hey I saw this while I was scrolling like sh send them a funny meme or something or something that is relevant to one of their messages and be like I thought of you I thought of you when I saw this you know and that's just so personal it goes such a long way and we've created such a strong community out of it because I feel like I am not afraid to just creep into someone's dms and be like hey i'm the new kid on the block i thought you'd like this show toodles 
connections, I think. Um, always be genuine with your approach and um, don't just be looking at your followers as a number because they are real people. And at the end of the day, they are the people that are supporting you and your business. So you need to show your appreciation for them. Now, um, I want to jump onto my last question or second last question, I should say, before we wrap this up. Um, so what really has been like the biggest challenges with building your business then and how have you overcome them? I'm not going to lie. My biggest challenge has been the time is not moving fast enough. Mm -hmm. I, I've, I've had, I've been super blessed with this idea. I have had ideas in the past for businesses that there was just too many obstacles, you know, like they required too much capital up front or they required thing, just resources I didn't have. This was one idea that I have to say it fits like a glove. I, all it requires is my time, my creativity, and the skills that I've been acquiring throughout my years of study and years of in my career. So I've been, and I think that's really like, and that's something I have to say, like when that happens, when you have that idea that you're like, oh, wait, all of the stars align on this. Like this feels like it's my purpose in this world. My brain feels like a foot that just went into the perfect shoe. That's the only way I could describe it. That's how I felt the entire, I kept saying that to my husband. I was like, I feel like my brain just found the perfect shoe. It just fit in. And he's like, that's crazy. Um, but I've really, everything that I didn't know, I knew how to, how to learn. And then everything that I did know has just been exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. So my biggest obstacle has just been the amount of time. Like I just want it to be six months from now. I just want to be where I know it's going to be, you know, where I know it's going to, it's going to get to um because I just really don't see obstacles like I, I I've had I guess like I've had things that have been like oh hey you know I wish that it could do this but it can't do this but it's fine that it doesn't mm -hmm. you know like limitations with the platform yeah but I also just think to myself it's fine like when it's the multi-billion dollar company that it's going to be this is going to be a hilarious story I'll tell at the Christmas party. <laughs> and so I guess that's party. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. And so that's going to, that's kind of been my attitude the whole time has just been like, you know what, anything that like I can't achieve right now, I will just achieve later. This is only the beginning. Like that's just, that goes into the 12 month plan. Yeah. That's I it. I love that so much. Now we do have to start wrapping up this episode, but I'd love it if you could just um, quickly share with us what's coming up next for you, because I know there is something exciting in store, which I would love for all of our listeners to hear about. Yes. So come December 1st, I will be releasing my course, my very first course on building a business. I, it is called Something From Nothing. And so it will be all about starting from the ground zero, like the absolute ground floor. Um, and I'll be just going through like that first 30 day checklist and we'll be going through like establishing a brand and establishing a community and things like that. And I'll be sharing many more growth hacks and many more insights like the ones tonight. And I'm very excited for this particular course because it is something that came from nothing. It came from the pod booking experience that I've been having. So that's been great. And if you guys haven't already, there's also my ebook, which is a kind of a big deal. That's just the title. I'm not hyping it up. <laughs> and that can be found at a kind of a big deal.com. 
So I'd love it if you guys, uh, if you haven't already read it, I definitely think there's a lot of value in it for entrepreneurs and for people who really care about their personal development. And what we'll do is we'll actually link all of this into the show notes of this episode. We'll pop your personal social media, your business social media, so pub booking. We'll pop all links to any websites, all programs, all products, all of that will be in the show notes. So don't stress, guys. You just need to go to the whatever platform you're using, check it out in the show notes, and you can directly start following Daniela from there and all of these incredible um, opportunities and programs and projects she's releasing now given that this is the real-time podcast you know what's coming next can you please leave us with one final piece of advice advice for the listeners that you really believe that um they just have to they have to hear know your value and then add tax so simple but so powerful i love that because absolutely yeah it's all about you need to know your value but you also need to you know be able to add that bit more to it, you know? And I think that's something that you don't do. be afraid to, don't be afraid to remember that's a separate expense. You don't have to foot that bill. <laughs> and one thing that I really love is that, um, this whole idea that you need to be the one that adds value to yourself because the world isn't going to add it to you for you, you know? No. And, and quite frankly, who is anyone else to tell you that you are not what you value yourself? excuse you who do you who do you think you are (laughs) absolutely not I love that well Daniela as always like it has been an absolute pleasure to talk to you I just always feel so fueled when I jump on a call and I hear your voice and I hear what incredible things you have been working towards and creating for this world so thank you thank you thank you so much for making the time to come onto the podcast once again I know that you will be a definite guest coming on in the future as well because I just always have something new that I can learn from you so thank you so much for your time Thank you so much. You're so kind. Oh my God, Emily, you're the best. <laughs> now, now I feel like I have to sit here and talk about how wonderful you are. <laughs> you're incredible. Anyways, I am just truly thankful that you came on and I know that everyone's going to have gained so much insight from you. So best of luck with everything that's ahead for you this year and going into 2021 and the future. Thank you. Bye everybody. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast. I have had so much fun making this and I hope this has been able to help you in some way. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value. So help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories. By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag realtime and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again guys for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real.